0: Good afternoon, good evening. My name is Marty Plum and I am your host of a Pin and a Napkin podcast, the weekly coaching clinic that you can carry around with you in your pocket. Welcome to the first edition of the first episode of The Coaching Staff with my very good friend, Mr. Tony Viss out of the CR, Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Mr. Viss, how are you doing this evening? evening.
1: I'm doing really well Marty excited to be a part of this
0: yeah it's gonna be good buddy I think we're gonna have a great time I mean nice to we're getting this part done in less than you know six takes so um so as I said last week on Foundation Friday Foundation Friday number 125 uh it's been on my mind for a while uh that it, it was time to change up the uh, Foundation Friday format. Uh, not to say that any of the information that were covered in, in any of those episodes wasn't uh, good or I felt really positive about it. I did. I truly did. Uh, but like I told you last week, 125 episodes is a lot of episodes to do. But I still wanted to do a simple uh, short, you know, 20 to 30 minute podcast each week on just a singular coaching topic, something to throw around. And I kind of looked at some different things, uh, poached from different places and different ideas, thought about what I wanted to do, and uh, the the idea that kind of formulated was to just kind of do a a weekly uh, coaching discussion with a consistent guest every week. And so I went to my list of, of of coaching friends, which you know is only about three people long. And just kidding, Tony. Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, you know, I, I one one name really jumped out at me right away. When, I mean, it took me about four seconds when I kind of came up with the thought with the concept, and that was my friend Tony Vis. Uh, Tony is, has been around uh, a long time. Of uh, we've known each other for a long time uh tony you want to tell the story of how we met um and go from there buddy
1: yeah um i remember as a young coach uh basically trying to go out and learn from the best coaches in the state of iowa and one of the coaches that i really looked up to was bill fenley and so reached out to bill uh, to see if i could come work his camp and knew nobody there and then Mm -hmm. saw this guy approximately about the same age as me goofy same looking maturity guy. Goofy looking maturity guy. level as me <laughs> and uh we started talking hit it off and you know 25 plus years later uh still really good friends still get together and and talk and so uh yeah it was it was, a, it was a great time uh you know i i take a look at myself as you know in terms of relationships that i've made through basketball and some of the best if not you know some of the best relationships that i've made have been because of basketball and this is definitely one of those relationships that, that I value very much.
0: Yeah, me too, buddy. And and I'm really excited that you agreed to do this with me. I, I think it's going to be a really positive thing. I think we have a lot of good ideas flowing uh, just at the outset of this as we kind of... And, and it, I, I pitched this to you about, what, two months ago, Tony, probably?
1: Yeah, it was probably two months ago you ran this idea by me. And uh, a little skeptical at first, uh, you know, as far as... My ability to to contribute to something, you know, with, with a podcast and stuff like that, but just knowing you and what you're doing and the the uh, positive mojo that you're putting out there about basketball, uh, just finally was like, hey, it's time to get on board and, and get out there and get out of your comfort zone a little bit.
0: Well, that and the royalties that you'll receive from this, Oh, definitely, you know, you definitely. know, I mean, they're, they're... my
1: street creds are going to go up big time doing
0: this. <laughs> yeah, well, you're you're <laughs> you know, if if you play your cards right. And if you invest this, this the rewards from this financially, I mean, you're looking at taking Rita to Arby's at least once a year because of this.
1: I hope so. Yeah. She's a big fan of Arby's.
0: Yeah, yeah. And you know what? If you really want to splurge, you can maybe afford uh, some ranch dressing to go along with her curly fries that she orders. I mean, I'm just—you do with it what you want to, Tony. I'm just putting it out there, so— I appreciate the idea. <laughs> yeah. So, well, let's jump into it here, Tony. Uh, let's the, the the first topic that we wanted to uh, talk about uh, this uh, the topic we want to talk about with episode one. Uh, we're getting into the start of the school year. I've already started my school year. Uh, Tony is getting into the start of his school year, and and I guess you know we kind of goofed this up, Tony. Uh, we we we're calling this the coaching staff because we feel like. Uh, a, we're going to be talking to each other every week, and B, uh, we've both filled in a lot of different roles on a lot of different coaching staffs, whether it's AAU, whether it's high school, whether it's boys, whether it's girls, uh, we, we feel like uh, we've got a pretty uh, deep resume of understanding a lot of different things with this, and and so Tony brings a wealth of knowledge to this, and and so that's kind of the concept that we kind of came up with uh, there as well and and the first thing we wanted to talk about is is talking about uh, getting into our inventory and the important things that we have to have in a program when it comes to our inventory, and maybe talk about some of the things that we want to have in our inventory as a as a coaching staff as a program and and what 's really going to make our program tick uh, so uh, you know when I took over at my new job. Um, there was a lot of really, really good things in place. My predecessor uh, had had set up a lot of really nice things. A lot of things were... Uh, really well done, but I knew that uh, as we moved forward, there were some things that I wanted to add to our repertoire. Uh, we had a really good uh, set of cards to work with, so to speak, but there were some things I wanted to add to it. And uh, you know, Tony, I uh, I think that we'll, we'll just start with the basics. I think you know, obviously the most important thing you start with is a good set of basketballs, uh, something. And and I think with all of these things, and I I think this is the first point I want to make, Tony is. Your, your inventory within your program, whether it's basketballs, uniforms, all the other stuff, um, I, I think it's all about making the kids feel good about themselves when they step into the gymnasium and having them have a sense of pride in Cedar Rapids, Kennedy, or Fort Calhoun, or any other place. Uh, that's where I start at when I think of my inventory and, and what I want in my program. How about you, Tony? Tony?
1: I 100% agree with that. I was reading something today and it was talking about, you know, not to give motivational speeches to your kids, but to make sure kind of like what you're talking about that you have a set of basketballs. You have, you know, this inventory that when they step in the gym, it's a highlight of their day and they want to come back. That's the motivation, not these new rock, neat win, win for the Gipper spe- speeches, but the fact that they have something that's fantastic to come back to. And that's a highlight part of their day. So I 100% agree with that philosophy.
0: Mm-hmm. Um- you know, what are, let's talk about, let's start out with this topic when it comes to our inventory, Tony. Uh, what are some important things that you think need to be in the repertoire when it comes to uh, practice, your, your, your practice supplies? What are some things that you think is important for any coaching staff to have to make a, a practice uh, run well?
1: You know, I'm going to go a little bit uh, different route than that. Not that it's not a practice, but we do some stuff in the summer that's a little bit different. Um, okay. We've got bands where we put those around the kids' waist, we hook them onto bleachers, and they have to dribble in towards the basket. And as they get closer to the basket, the band's going to tighten up a little bit, and it's going to have to make them get lower and be more explosive on their jump to shoot a layup. Uh, we have a shooting gun, and now with my role with being an assistant coach, you know, I'm the one that gets. I don't know if I was going say. The majority of the phone calls are the text from the guys. Hey, can you come on and open up the gym? But that's what they're coming up there to do is they want to go up. They want to shoot on the gun because they'll get track of how many shots they get up, how many makes they have and different things like that. And then they can save that and store that and access it with their phone and all that type of stuff. We've got weighted vest for
0: them. Hey, hold on a second. Uh, on that, on that, on that Dr. Dish or the gun or whatever you want to mm-hmm. call it. How many of those do you have at Kennedy?
1: We just have one. Just have um, one. Okay. You know, we, we probably need to get more, uh, mm-hmm. but right now we just have one mm-hmm. uh, at one time before the other one wore out, because we're, this is my 11th year there. I think we've gone through two or three, but we used to have one in the upper gym and the lower gym, the one in the lower gyms worn out. Mm-hmm. And so now we just have one in the upper gym and it's getting to the point where we probably don't take a look at making another purchase with those. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, weighted vest is another thing that we use in the summer quite a bit, um, We used to have heart rate monitors. We haven't used those as much. Uh, Jump ropes, weighted jump ropes. So we have kind of like a station area set up. And so they'll go four or five minutes per station. And then we have like six stations set up. And so then we'll rotate them. It takes about a half hour to get through that. Then we go through our skill work and we let them play. And so mm-hmm. for about an hour and a half, you know, you've got your stations, you've got your skill work for a half hour, then we let them play for a half hour. And that usually ends up getting about 30-some guys in to come in a week to work out and try to get better at during the summer.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I love all of that stuff. Uh, the bands I've seen done, we don't have that uh, at our place. Uh, mm-hmm. And we've done jump ropes before. Um, here's three other things, or wait. No, two other things I want to add to to that list of of things. Um, I think it's good to have uh, some some good cones for your for your kids to work with. We do a lot of our ball handling is done through cone work. And, you know, I mean, the kids start seeing me bringing that out and they start, I, you know, I kind of feel like a blackjack uh, dealer. You know, I'm out there just throw, boo, all right, here's Ace of Spades right here, baby. Uh, but, uh, you know, we put the cones out and we do a, we do a bunch of, of ball handling with, that, with, with the cones. And we do also a lot, especially with our youth, um, we do a lot of using the cones as we want you to shoot this shot here in this Mm -hmm. drill because you know you get to your juniors and seniors and say hey get within your your tim duncan spot you're you're six eight feet away and we want you to shoot it off the glass well you know fifth graders are just like they're just trying they want to get as close as they can and they're heaving that thing up there uh so so we use the cones a lot to uh find spots on the floor and then the other thing that i really like and i got again uh I, i got this from coach meyer Is using the football pads for contact Mm -hmm. around the basket. Kids coming in and give them a little, you know, little love of you know to go up and finish through contact. And that's something that we use a lot of to help our players get better as well. Mm -hmm. So uh, anything else to add to that list, buddy? I think that's
1: a pretty good list for right now, yeah.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Um, the only other thing I was thinking, and again, it serves the same purpose, is we'll put chairs out there for defenders. I like the cones, like you're talking about, to use them from where you wanted to shoot from. Mm-hmm. But we'll put chairs out there to kind of imitate defenders. We run a lot of ball screen, mm-hmm. and so we'll have the chairs come out to be that ball screen
0: for mm-hmm. them. Or you know, you could take those chairs, and I really like using the chairs. The cones are great for ball handling. That chairs are great for uh, players to come off of. Uh, let's say you're, you know, here's the action off this double screen, and mm-hmm. you know the cone is one thing, but seeing a chair, which is going to be, you know, you can you can approximate the width of a screen a lot better with the chair than you can with the cone. And I agree. And, and, and we like using the chairs for that as well. So, uh, what do you guys do, uh, Tony, for for practice gear uh, there at at Kennedy?
1: Uh, we get them a, a reversible practice jersey that they have to have at each practice. Um, you know, and so that's, that's something that we do. We also have a travel gear form. Uh, it's more for the varsity, but if you, but he, but our head coach does allow the lower levels to buy it as well. So like as a freshman coming in, if you buy it, it's something you can have for your four years in the program. You don't have to wait till you get, up to varsity, your junior, perhaps your senior year. Uh, but we have some of that form as well. Uh, one thing that, that I think is kind of important there as well, uh, when you go and you get your new uniforms, sometimes you can work out deals with your uh, distributor where they will give you like a shooting shirt. I mean, we've all seen those shooting shirts that have been worn during the NCAA tournaments by the different men's yeah. and women's teams out there. I think those are good because it gives them that sense of connection. And then one other thing, it might have been you that I I heard this one time. You were, I don't know if it was you was talking about like camp shirts, bringing in your captains, your returners, or whatever, mm-hmm. and letting them pick out camp shirts, just giving them more of a say, more of ownership yeah. in your program. I thought that was a great idea as well.
0: Yeah, we do that a lot. I I, I try to do that as much as I can with things like that, especially uh, coaching girls. You know, they're mm-hmm. they, they want it to look a certain way, and that's fine. I don't, I, you know, that that's that's complete. I understand that. You know, mm-hmm. uh, generously, I'm going to put it as back in the early 90s, you know, I, you know, I I wanted to look good. I struggled to look good. Uh, there's enough, there's <laughs> enough photos out there to verify that. Uh, but I, you know, we, we do do that. And we... Uh, in the season I, I really feel like you know in, in the summer we kind of just do kind of a simple cotton you know that type of thing uh, mm-hmm. but but we get uh, in the season we get our kids those really nice breathable shirts and mm-hmm. you know we have our regular warm-ups but we also try to come up with with something based on our theme for the season uh, that that they can wear as, as warm-ups uh, as well uh, when, they're, when they're finishing up. And, and we, we put their name on the back of it. It costs some money, but it also gives the kids some ownership. And, and the way I figure it is if a kid is going to put forth, uh, if you're asking for three and a half months of a lot of time, dedication, and hard work to any kid within your program, we can cough up twenty bucks for a nice T-shirt for them to wear on game mm-hmm. nights that 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 makes them feel like they're really part of the twenty two twenty three Fort Calhoun Pioneer or Cedar Rapids Kennedy program. Um, that's that's uh, that's a big part of it for me. So um, we're going to add some uh, something to ours uh, this year. What I would like to do, and we're having our big. Uh, fundraiser for our program next Saturday night, not to give a preview of what we're going to talk about in episode two of the coaching staff, but um, we're going to, we're going to add a couple of pairs of of practice shorts for our kids this year, I think is, is kind of the plan. Uh, Just to, just to, again, just feeling sharp feeling, you know, we're, we're all looking, uh, the same as as much as we can and and i realize that that's more of a want than a need uh but and now we're kind of getting into the wants section of the inventory discussion uh but the, the plan for us this year depending on the prices i uh, you know we'd really like to we're, the plan is to get every kid at least one pair of shorts but i'd really like to get the kids two pairs of shorts and, and they, the shorts can be cheaper. Um, Because we're going to be wearing them every day in practice, but just to have again that ownership to the program, um, you know that's kind of something we're thinking about doing. Have you ever done anything like that, Tony?
1: I haven't done the shorts before, but I mean it it makes sense. I mean if you go back and you take a look at some of the great coaches of all times, Lombardi's and guys like that, you know their their uh, attention to detail, everybody being you know dressed the same, having the same uniform and practice gear and stuff like that i think there's something to that identifies and gives you something to kind of you know bridge and build together with one idea that we did around here that i thought was kind of unique and it wasn't something i inherited when i came in it wasn't anything that was novel to me but they would sell fan shirts and so it was a way that the student body could buy a shirt that had the last name of the player that they wanted to support and identify with. And then to also allow the parents to get a shirt, same thing with Uh the last name of their, their athlete on there that they wanted to support. And that was a way that brought in a little bit of extra money. You know, I think we would sell them for a little bit more than what they cost. And that put some more money into the program as well that you could, you know, do to buy, buy, you know, away meals or whatever you want to do with that money.
0: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Uh, what are some of your, so we've kind of covered the the necessities of both on the floor and kind of some stuff off the floor uh, practice, you know, and, and obviously you need uniforms and all those other things that goes without uh, mention. But uh, what are some, some, some bigger wants? Like I said, for us, a want this year is practice shorts. Uh, what are some other wants that you think coaches might want to think about uh, purchasing for their Uh, Programs to make it part of their consistent inventory on a year-in, year-out basis if they can afford it.
1: It's a little bit different, but what we ended up doing is we got a big screen TV that we put into the gym, Mm -hmm. and so when we're getting ready to, you know, go over a scout and get ready for an opponent, or talk about an action that we want to run and that maybe we didn't do so well last game, or we did do well that we want to highlight. We can stop practicing from time to time, flip the big screen on, and then ha- have it hooked up to a computer with our huddle program, and we can show them clips from that. And that that seems to be really effective with our guys. It gives them kind of a heads-up of, hey, this is the action this opponent's going to run. This is how we want to defend it, you know, that type of thing. But that one was, was one that really, I think, has paid paid dividends for us.
0: Yeah, love it, love it. Um, I think it goes without saying, of course, each coach – uh, each year year in year out if you're the head coach, you're looking to get some nice stuff for your coaches as well. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, three uh, you know quarter zips are really popular these days. Uh, polos you know just just nice stuff for your coaches to wear. Uh, something nice for your players uh, that kids are really into and again you know back when I you and I played Tony we just you know we wore what mom gave us type of a thing uh, <laughs> but uh, you know uh, socks. Kids are really into socks these days. And, you know, if something could work out to where... You know, we'll, we'll see what we do here with our fundraiser, but that might be something we might be looking at for our kids as well. Is is purchasing them some some socks. Um, we also need some new binders for our yearly notebooks for our kids. So I know that's something that I'm going to look to do, and and that should be a pretty those are those are pretty affordable for uh, twenty twenty two kids uh, to get mm-hmm. some some inch uh, wide binders as well. So those are some other wants that we're looking at that I think can help your inventory and help your program get better.
1: Yeah, you know, earlier we were talking a little bit about the shooting shirt stuff and how when you buy uniforms, and again, I think we get new uniforms every three to four years. um, But that's something that if you work with your distributor on, I just remember my one of my last years being a head coach in the girls side of things when we were kind of pitting the two against each other under armor versus Nike, that what swayed us was one of them, Hey, if you buy from us, we'll throw you in there 15 shooting shirts and then 15, uh, pairs of socks. And Mm -hmm. that's what caused us to go with them over the other.
0: Yeah. Well, they just knew they were dealing with Tony Biss and they were like, (laughs) yeah, "Yeah." Yeah. you know, coach K Tony Biss. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, A little difference there. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Krzyzewski, that's three syllables. This is only one, so, you know, uh, so. Coaches are absolutely loving our taking over a new program booklet. As many of you know, I spent two years outside of coaching, and during that time, I hung a note card in my workspace at school that said, strip the house down to the studs. I took that time to really rethink and reorganize my thoughts on what it takes to run a transformational program. As I prepared for the possibility of coaching again, I organized these thoughts into this 96-page booklet. How much do I trust this booklet? I used this booklet as I went on interviews to help sell myself and my vision for what my new program would look like. If I'm using it to sell myself, why wouldn't I recommend it to you, my listeners? This booklet will help you look at any part of your program, no matter what stage you're at in your program, and help improve it in some way. It's all yours for only $15, which includes shipping and handling. For more information, email me at a pen and a napkin at gmail.com. All right, so each week um, we are uh, a couple of other things that we're going to do here to kind of wrap up the pod. Uh, Again, just to have some fun here. Uh, We're going to try and stump each other with some trivia. There's going to be one trivia question a week. This week Tony's going to start. Next week I'm going to throw one at him uh and and so we're going to throw a, a basketball trivia question at one another and you, you just have to trust us i have no idea what tony's going to tell me i am not going to cheat using the google machine right in front of me uh i'm going to keep it on the recording device i'm i'm, I'm going to do this as honestly as i can here tony so what do you have for the coaching staff's initial basketball trivia of the week
1: I thought of three of them, but I've, I've narrowed it down to one. Okay. And my trivia question for you today, will make it two parts. Okay. Uh, one, who is the all-time leading rebounder in WNBA history? Oh, my. And the second part of it, how many career rebounds does this woman have? Oh,
0: jeez, Tony, God. <laughs> I'm not supposed to start thinking until tomorrow morning at school.
1: Um, you want some hints? <sighs>
0: I want. Can I get three guesses before you yeah. tell me? Before you tell yeah. me the answer. All right. Definitely. My first guess is Lisa Leslie. You need a second guess. Dang it. It's a good guess though. You, okay. All right. My second guess is Tina Thompson. Another good guess. We're going to go to the third. Oh, one. Oh, Okay. My third and final guess. Is Sylvia Fowles? You are correct. Michael. Yes, I thought
1: with it being her last last game of her career, because they got beat today and did not make the WNBA playoffs. I thought with it being her last game of her career today, we would honor Big Still uh, with the trivia question. It was either that, or I was going to ask you uh, what was the record number of threes made in a WNBA game. Which, by the way, is eighteen, and then the other one was what's the most amount of points scored in a WNBA game, and that one is
0: 111. I was going to guess 110 off the top of my head there, as you wow. said. So, so I would have been close. I would have been close. I so, knew you're a smart guy. Uh, it's on my Wikipedia page. You know. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, I'm pretty sure I don't have one Yeah, I don't deserve one. So, um, all right. Well, hey, I am. I am one and zero, Mister Viss. I am one and 0, That's Impressive. So, yeah. And and, and again, uh, you got to trust me. I know we're, we're four or five hours away from one another, but there was no uh, unethical behavior on my end of things involved. All right. I, so,
1: I do trust you. You're an
0: honorable guy. Thank you very much. I appreciate that, buddy. Uh, what are our, our last topic? What are you looking forward to in the world of sport this week, my friend?
1: There are several things. Uh-huh. Uh, the baseball races are kind of heating up right now, and yeah. so I've been following along there. Uh, I don't know if it really matters because it seems like the Dodgers are head and shoulders above everybody, but we'll, we'll see what happens once we get to the postseason. Okay. Uh, NFL preseason has kicked off, uh-huh. and uh, following that pretty closely. My, my Niners looked pretty good the other night. I'm excited to see the torch or the uh, the baton being passed so to speak from garoppolo to trey lance trey looked really good uh got the ball down the field the other night with a 78 yard touch 78 yard touchdown pass and then i mentioned the wnba a little bit ago and they're getting ready for their playoffs and i'm excited to see how that goes there's there's three or four teams that could win it this year maybe not as cut and dry as it has been in the past so there yep. might be a little bit of intrigue in that area
0: yep I, I'm gonna go with your final two selections because the first one uh, the cubs stink. You're a cubs fan they're, they're they're so bad right now. I I should they're 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 finding new pieces to fit to, to make the puzzle fit and and I get it. Um I'll take your word for it. Yeah, well we're we're hoping anyway. Uh <laughs> you know. But uh you know, NFL preseason kind of getting that going. We're a little bit closer to football season, and, and then of course, I think the, the the number one thing probably have to be the WNBA playoffs and and getting that going and and uh, seeing some great teams go at it. And uh, so that's that's kind of if I have time to do any sports watching this week, it will probably be WNBA playoffs. We'll be we'll be tuning into that. So, um, hey Tony, we survived, buddy. First episode. First episode's in the books. Yes, yes. I, 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 I'm a veteran, you, now a podcast. Yeah, you, you, you feel you feeling good. <laughs> feeling good. Feeling good. Looking forward to week two. Week two. Yes, and we and we've got some ideas. And and, and folks, if, if you think of uh, anything that you would like for Tony and I to to, to tackle uh, to discuss, uh, please let me know. Just email me a pen and a napkin at gmail.com. Uh, we stay in pretty good contact with one another and, and we've, we've got about, what do we have about our first five or six kind of put out, you know, we kind of have a, a list of five or six things, uh, initial topics, but obviously it's pretty free flowing here. So if, if something comes up in the world of basketball or the world of sport and we feel the need that we, that we want to talk about it, like I, like I did with the foundation Friday series, uh, you know, we'll do it. We'll, we'll throw it out there and, and we'll roll with it. So, um, we, we, we are good to go, Tony. The first one is in the books, and I think folks are going to like it. righty, I appreciate it, Marty. All right. Uh, again, great to have Tony Viss on the coaching staff here. Uh, uh, this is kind of the plan. Uh, what you've just heard here, the last 26, 27 minutes or so, is, is what we're going to be doing here. Uh, we we want to address topics. We want to Uh, help coaches get better with the knowledge that we've accumulated uh, with our two careers and kind of put uh, two heads together and and make one and uh, you know again but we're but we we want to have some fun with it we want you folks to enjoy uh, this on Friday mornings and just get but get a lot of good out of it as well so I hope you enjoyed the coaching staff Uh, season one episode number one with my good friend Mr. Tony Vess out of Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Coaches, as always, let's be sure to hone our craft one day at a time.